Hello, how you doing? Welcome to Life and Shit. This episode um, features an interview I did with Asakomo in August. Um, amazing Oro artist, also Nigerian. We talked about um, a whole bunch of stuff. We also talked about a music video. He during this episode I um, wasn't out yet, but the music video is out. It's called Don't Be Scared amazing check it out on youtube his um, youtube channel asukomo a-s-u-q-u-o-m-o and also check out his instagram and spotify and everything man yeah the video is pretty pretty good even if you don't want to check out anything just check out the music video it's quite art it's quite artistic and amazing yeah and um this episode there's there's some audio aberrations during this episode forgive me for that um i have no idea what's going on when we're recording but except for that enjoy Mm. Yo. Uh. Oh. Uh. Yeah. To the next place. We're gonna play some bass. Uh. Some, 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 some face. <laughs> nothing, nothing is coming for me. Nothing's coming for you? Not yet, no. Yeah, just go for it. Just go for it. Let's go, it. Let's go right into the questions. Nah, it's not about questions. <laughs> There's no prepared questions. You just okay, gotta like. Like legit, I didn't prepare any questions. I'm just like gonna talk with you as like a human being. Right. Like okay. legit, difference between like meeting you for the first time, like difference between like me meeting you for the first time and this is that like I already heard some of your music. That's it. Like I didn't even do research or anything. This is just like pure like human to human conversation. It's chill. Yo. Oh. Uh, Music, my passion, lights come up by action. I'm Ashton Kutcher, funny, humor on irrationed. I look at Luther as the king of history. What a matter, no one asked, and no one asked the math, and looking smoother than my accent. So I ask, What's up? I'm getting even <laughs> <giving> props up. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Smoother than his accent. My favorite actor is Ashton. Oh shit, the beat changed. <laughs> yo, yo. Yeah, I, no, I just wanted to just talk, talk in so they can hear my voice and let them know who's here. It's yeah. Asakomo in the building. Um, in the thank you for having pew, me. Pew, 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 building fam. Yo, it's actually a pleasure. I want to talk to you for like a long ass time. Yeah, you told me. I was yeah. just wondering um, what, what like the conversation would end up being, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm here now. Do yeah. it. Conversations wherever we make it, right? First of all, actually, like I want to go back, like you. So you're you're from Patakot, right? Yeah, I am. You grew up there. Yeah, I am. I I I was born and raised in PH mm. Patakot, and then I moved to Ottawa. So like all my life, I've been in PH. Yeah. So me being in Ottawa now was like a recent, not too recent, but like a recent move. Kind How of long thing. ago? 2012. It's not. Oh, it's not too long ago, but yeah. it's quite a bit of yeah. time still. Yeah. So and that's it. You moved for uni, eh? Yeah. When I was coming, I was coming for I was coming to Ottawa for school. Yeah. But like I knew once school was out of the picture, I I, I didn't I didn't necessarily have to go back home. Yeah. Because my situation wasn't international student. It yeah. was just more of a family move kind of thing. Oh okay. okay. Yeah. So it was different and. That's actually that actually that's actually dope because like that's almost similar to me because I grew up in Benin City, right? Okay. And. I remember I used to go to Potaka all the time because my dad used to play cricket. Right? We used to go to Wari, Potaka all the time. Yeah. And we moved here in 2000, I'm pretty sure it's 2010, 2009. Okay. Right? Well, not actually in Ottawa, we moved to Calgary. Okay. Right? So I've been like here for like a little bit longer, just a little bit longer than you. Yeah. And then 
from Calgary, I moved to Ottawa in 2014. Okay. Right? So for school. But then, like I was like saying, yeah, get, get rid of school and then you can do the shit you actually did want you, to do. Did you do Carlton in 2014? Yeah. Okay, that's when I left Carlton. That's why we didn't. Oh, like, okay, you, you left Carlton in 2014. Yeah, you would have seen me in the atrium at least once, but yeah. not when I left Carlton. Oh, so you still perform in the atrium, eh? Um, I did at least one performance. Yeah. But I did more visual arts because I was doing visual arts that time. Oh, okay. So okay. you would walk in the atrium and you'd see portraits of Fela and like Nigerian, like. Uh, like politicians basically yeah. but it was just a something up you know for people to see but I was doing visual arts that time and in Carlton I was showing a bit of that so. Loki, I could tell like your mentality because your music is not really like it's not like typical you get what I mean it's not yeah. like everybody else's music like it's very very unique so you can tell you can just approach it from you right yeah so like except for like music and like drawing what like so is it drawing or painting is it I will call it drawing because that is really what it is yeah. when you look at what I'm using yeah. and what comes out at the end. But the, the technique that I use is actually painting. Yeah. I don't take pencil on paper. I take the pencil, I grind down the pencil lead to graphite yeah. and I take a paintbrush and I use the powder and paint on paper. That sounds so that's kind of, sick. it's just taking what you have and finding how you want to communicate yeah. with that. So that's, that's, that's why I call it visual arts most times yeah. to just let the person know it has to do with something you can, you can still still photo you can yeah. look at the end of the day so you've been doing art all your life eh? Um, so did you say if I've been doing art? all your life yeah Um, I will say yes I've been doing art all my life I think I've pretty much navigated my life with art yeah and I was I like I started off younger doing more physical stuff because I was young and you know agile and wanted yeah, to jump yeah, around yeah. so dance was a big part of it break dancing b-boy but then like I, I fell in love with more art and then decided to try my hands in so many different things yeah I've done sewing I've done knitting I knit too yo look at my you know, you know I'm gonna start mean? a new thing right there <laughs> so, but, but to me at that time Knitting was more than home economics in, yeah. in like elementary school. Knitting was art and fun. Yeah. That that time I would spend trying to figure out how these two things go to make to give me a tablecloth or a yeah. scarf. Yeah. To me it was doing artistic creative stuff yeah. in my head, you know. So I think I've trying to I've tried to keep that kind of um, style in my work and then everything that is happening around the work is happening from that that thinking yeah. of oh this is not me doing music or do, doing art but me just being ex- artistic creative yeah and then today my paintbrush is music tomorrow my paintbrush might be poetry or you know yo that sounds like that's, I know, I know it, legit sounds, it sounds wide but I'm only saying it it's now it's not even wide it just sounds it sounds very human to be honest because like it is human yeah because people who try like people always have this idea like you're supposed to like um do one thing and be like good at it and that's the thing yeah. you do but like if you so that, this there's this quote right that everyone always quotes like um um, what's it called? It's like a jack, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. But apparently, the full quote is like jack of all trades, master of none, is better than the master of one. That's okay. actually the full quote. I didn't know. And that. most people didn't know that exactly, right? Because <laughs> like that. See, that that's like that, that's new. the sense of like a exactly that sense yeah. of a renaissance man. Someone who's that's like, good. it's like you're not you're not boxed in by like a category, right? Yeah. That's but I, I also noticed that I'm only able to see that now that there's a lot of life involved because when I look back or look towards what I'm hoping to accomplish, 
I'm only thinking about it through art. I haven't yeah. seen my years or my months go by yeah. and said, oh, this job will hold me over. Yeah. It's always been art and then the job will be there, you know, if I need if I need to pay rent or whatnot. Yeah. But the art has really been the driver in my life. That's why if if I decide, you know what, that's it for music, tomorrow I'm a scientist or I'm gonna be this thing. All I'm literally doing internally is giving all my attention and creative effort to that thing. Yeah. And then whatever the world wants to call it, that, oh, he's a this now, he's a sculptor now. Yeah. That's cool, but I'm doing my art. Man, you know? that's fucking amazing. I actually like that. So you're like, you're not, like, you're not a rapper, you're an artist. Uh, see, okay, I'll be honest, because we're having the conversation, right? And in 2014 that answer would have been different mm. in 2014 i would have been say i would have i would have said i'm a rapper and a and a painter mm. because those were the, the most uh, focused things i were in, i was involved in that time yeah. but then uh let me see if i can turn this down a bit. can you turn the audio oh, down you use your oh, okay yeah so but then as as is it working so, I'm turning it up. so like i in 2014 i would have told you i'm a rapper i'm a painter yeah but then now, if I want to tell you what I am, it's too many things. Yeah. So how do I tell you what I am? You're an artist. You're creative. Exactly. I, I have yeah. to say artist because then you will understand. Okay, this is one of them. He 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 does stuff. He just make sure. Like stuff. This I forgot. There's a I don't coin a name for these people, but like the kind of people like if you just put in a forest, right? They just start cutting down trees because they can't just be doing nothing. Yeah, you know, just cut down trees. Exactly. And make so well you're like just you're probably one the one of those people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's actually that's really dope. I don't come out saying that, but yeah. I know that about myself, so I'm yeah. able to recognize it. That's why. Um, also, it's been it's not been a challenge, but it's been something I've had to live through from from early years in the arts till now to understand what I'm doing. Yeah. And then I can sit in an interview and say, "This is it. Or, this is not it." But like that time, I didn't know that time. I just wanted to dance. I just mm. wanted to paint in those moments, mm. or I just wanted to do an exhibition, or I thought it would be cool to release a music yeah. video. So those intensities are what I I dive into. So it wasn't even conscious the switch was just like that's what you want to do. I don't think it was conscious. Yeah. If it was conscious, I would have done it in a different part. I would have maybe yeah. been a, a musician first and then decided to do dance, this. And then, yeah. You know, I would have wanted to like plan things out. But like, like, like do the Justin Timberlake like, throughout. <laughs> I would have done it more fancy, you know? Yeah. But like, when life happens, you're just like, this is this is what it is. But you have to, if you like what you're doing, yeah. you're going to, you're going to stand behind that thing at the end of the day. Yeah. And it will make sense to you. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone, but it's, it's good when it does. That's but a fucking dope philosophy. It makes sense to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So, growing up in Nigeria, right? Yeah. Like, art is not really as valued as it is here in Nigeria, right? And which is sad because like a lot of our culture and a lot of like the people we are, are based on art, right? Yeah. So let's not even forget about parents because it's not how African parents feel about art. But let's talk about like just the general like the were you ever like really expressive in your community with your art and would, did you ever like really like put it out there and how was it received? Um, expressive. I say the answer to that is yes. Uh, it, when you say expressive, it takes me it, 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 one my memory just flashes. So I'll start with that. I was on a birthday. I was at a birthday party one time. I was maybe seven or ten, mm-hmm. and I was dancing. And while I'm dancing, like a foot, one like one pair of shoes left my feet, mm-hmm. and everyone went, "Ooh!" Yeah. <laughs> so what I what did I do? I took off. I flung off the, the other, other one, foot, yeah, yeah. and I got a second wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that stayed with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It stayed with me because when I was dancing in the, in that crowd, I was dancing for myself. I was yeah. dancing for the wow. But the wow did Came something. It. It, it, yeah. it made me 
realize that your enjoyment can be perceived outwardly with the people around you. Yeah. And I can only say this in a sentence because now I'm old and I understand. Yeah. That time, it only gave me, it probably only made me think, yeah, you probably should dance more. It didn't yeah, explain yeah, yeah. what that was. Give you the feeling like the it gave me the rush, feeling yeah. that this is cool. So I think um, growing up and seeing how entertainment is perceived in my surrounding, uh, what it seemed to be valued, those things have, have really influenced me as a kid mm-hmm. on how I taught art should be yeah. involved with and stuff so like um nigeria not being not being the, one of those places where art was really um given value in our time as kids anyways um yeah it, it's very different me, now, yeah right? to, to me it was i think it just pushed me to to feel like there is definitely more stuff i haven't gotten to that i want to do yeah because if you're in an environment where you feel you've extended and you've used up all your ideas yeah you want to look for new ideas but if you're coming from an uh if you're coming from a place that didn't give you maybe too much leg room to try out stuff and fail yeah and you come to a place where you look you see, it seems like there's more room for that you would want to try out all the things you exactly. thought were un- exactly. untriable or yeah. impossible I think that affected me um, leaving Nigeria for a bit, but as far as um, bringing me up to to like a, a young teen and the things I was influenced with and the things I enjoyed, Nigeria played such a huge role. It's still playing a role to today. Yeah. I still understand life how I understand life by being born and raised back home. So I don't play with it. You yeah. Know? When you say that, what first thing I think about is the why the is the why the wake like music video. Yeah. Right. So like you probably wake and you came back to Nigeria to, to shoot that video, right? Why the wake was a was a, I want to call it a successful experiment. Yeah. When the idea came, the song was titled Morning, and I just kept you just kept it to you know keep the idea and the the uh, the energy there the idea was to make a song where you could wake up in the morning and take a run to mm-hmm. the song or you know hit the gym or you know just get going with your day or you could play it on the bus just something good to listen to yeah but as far as where that that vibe would come from i wanted to go back to diob and bring a diob rhythm diob that's where you like came from right so yeah Diob is the face, the first neighborhood I grew up in. Yeah. Um. It's it's basically Port Harcourt, mm. but then if you go to Port Harcourt, you can tell there is a vibe. You can kind of feel it. You can feel like the vibration of the like city. there's an energy in the city. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then when you when you get you get on a bus and you go to Diob, yeah. you will know that okay, this is where that energy is. It's coming. outside of Port Harcourt. No, no, it's it's in Port Harcourt. It's okay, kind of yeah. like the center. It's not the oh, okay, center okay, okay, if you okay. measure it, but yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of where the center the of the energy center. is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you see things around the city, and when you get to Diob, you kind of know that oh, this is why this, this is why. city is like this. But I wanted to capture that energy, and um, I kind of wrote the song with the idea of. Of, um, I do something now that's called world building yeah. when I'm songwriting. So yeah. I wrote the song with the idea of the world it would it would have, and it was very visual. And I really wanted to do a video. So the video idea was already there, right? But as far as the song goes, I had only three weeks in Nigeria. I spent one week kind of just you know. So you went back to Nigeria. Yeah, I went back to Nigeria 2019 for the first time in seven years. And I know that sounds crazy, but I was going back to, you know, see family, but I wanted to shoot wide awake. Yeah. And I had spent maybe two months prior, prior to that time, doing DMs with, IG DMs with Honari from Prasas. And he was on board. He liked the idea. And when I, when I finally made it to Nigeria, we sat down, we talked. Even before I made wide awake, we talked about the video. He yeah. sent me a PDF of, of like locations outfits other things and then i and then second week 
I, f I spent the first week with family, you know, running errands, riding shotgun, all that stuff. And then second week, I went to Lagos quickly. We made Never Die from the uh, EP. We made Never Die on, on, um, on like Tuesday, on like Wednesday, no, yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. And then made wide awake on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I was on my way back to, to Patakot. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, the next week, so yeah. it's like four days later, we're shooting the video. Like, I mean, I'm in the fit. Sure, and we're yeah. jumping around shooting the music yeah. video for a song we're barely done mixing. Yeah. But um, the speed and the intensity of how duo was hap uh, uh, how of how wide awake was happening, I could feel it before I got to Nigeria. Like, yeah. I sat on the intention. This is what it was. Wide Awake was the first um, single as Asukomo. Yeah. Asukomo is the new, uh, the the new, new name. Yeah. yeah. But anyways. Oh, what were you before? Uh, I just released music as Maurice Obo just so oh, okay, I could okay. release something. But, you know, um, Asukomo was the first song, was the first, like, uh, Wide Awake was the first product from Asukomo as a brand. Yeah. And I wanted it to, to really show you where that influence is coming from. And that was uh, dope. So, uh, when we made that song, came back uh, with the video, released it, premiered it at Canadian Music Week. Uh, it was my first time even being, it was my second time being there, but I premiered and I performed. So, so like the video kind of took its own stand. Yeah. It decided I will get produced here and really I will get amazing. made here yeah. and I will premiere here and I will make this kind of impact. So, one of one other goal was for 2019. I wanted to make a song I could perform throughout the whole year. Yeah. Why do we fulfill that expectation? Yeah. And why do we still turns people up? In Yo, crowds? I don't think it will ever like it. I feel like it's just, it's just gonna be one of those classics. And and it's because of Diop. Yeah. If I'm being honest, it's because I'm able to understand that there is something about Potakot and Diop that doesn't stop, doesn't go away. It's relentless. It's in the hustle. It's in the sweat. Yeah. It's in the intensity. It's in the eyes when when an abbey is staring at you because you're not giving him change. Yeah. You know, like there are so many little things that made me sit on the intention and then go back home and allowed like my cousin was like, Can I be in the video? I'm like, sure. I have like what too many cousins and if you watch the, the behind the scenes or the video, they are all in the video. The people yeah. in the buses. They are your cousins. Richmond, Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> they are but my cousins I grew up with. So I feel like the reason why people really go towards that video and like it it feels so authentic it's so real like I, like it wasn't like it's not like somebody came from abroad and tried to make a music video it was yeah. like you were there it's like yeah. you have been there since there the whole time didn't yeah. go anywhere Just like you didn't go anywhere money. exactly yeah but but then I exactly I why that way I'm saying this because if I, I'm not sure I'm not sure you would feel that way or I'm not sure the music video would have given you that feeling if yeah. I didn't want it to yeah I really wanted it to 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 do these things you're saying yeah. to be like in your face but also feel like wow this i just feel like i just traveled into nigeria for like yeah. a two good three minutes to watch this video but i wanted it to transport the viewer and you know but then algon queen played a role because yeah. i did graphic narratives in algon queen i yeah. did script writing my first two comic books like you know a lot of things that i have no business doing yeah. but in design you have to learn these basics but i think those things trickled into how i wanted the coloring to look like and the little things I would say to the producers mid-shoot. And then once they called action and I got into action on sh on shoot morning, I started noticing that everybody on set got on my frequency and mm. we had a flow. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the perfect... Because at that time, you could already see the video coming together. Exactly. Because then one guy who was there to supervise 
but he works for Prasas. I don't, I don't remember his name right now. He was kind of saying, okay, you know what? How about you two stand over here and fill up this space? Yeah. And while he was doing that, the first camera director of photography, the second assistant, is running around me, yeah. doing angles, climbing on buses, setting up rigs. Yeah. There's a drone going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it, it was a week away from the conversation of, hey, can we shoot this idea? Yeah. So that really stuck with me. And um, if I was learning anything from Wide Awake, I learned to trust the creatives you want to work with yeah to make sure everybody on set of production very on production important. day is happy yeah because then when the when the work comes out it will translate or yeah. always trans- if it doesn't translate then just try another idea yeah but it really taught me that and since wide awake i have learned i have used what i learned in wide awake and i have recreated wide awake and i can i can say that is it out yet it's not out okay. i can i can show you a I can show later. you something. Yeah, yeah. Later, but like, you know. <laughs> yo, cause like I don't know. Even even just even just to your even to the accent, like no one even think like you've been in Canada for like seven years or anything like that. Cause a lot of people like I'm actually so sad. My accent is very diluted right now, yeah. right? Because I've been here for so long and I came here so young. But I really wish like I still had a like Nigerian Bini accent that yeah, I grew up with. Cause yeah. like it just sounds so authentic. It sounds so like real, you know? Yeah. Right. When, when before we recorded Wide Awake, I I was speaking. Pigeon, mm-hmm. when, I'm, when I'm buying stuff in the market, yeah. when I'm not with my mom, <laughs> I was yeah. big pigeon in front of my cousins, yeah. and they, they they didn't feel anything. Like to to them, I was like I, I happen to be a very real person. Yeah, like if yeah. I go away for ten years and I come back, I'll be the person you saw. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't mean anything to them. So I was able to not think about it too much. Yeah, I just knew I wanted the the, the influence of the accent to be in the song. I yeah. mean, it was time. I was just doing that that same flow in the studio until the guy he made the beat while I was there. Yeah, we were we were figuring whether we out beat by stem by stem. Oh shit! In yeah. Lagos, so you know it was very like it, it grew in real life. So that's taught me so many things about this creative work, and I'm happy to say, Wide Awake has has the effect of Wide Awake has gone on into the next video I'm releasing in um in next month, hopefully end of next month. In, the, in in this in this regard, this is how it has worked. I I brought the idea to someone. Um, I got a drone pilot involved. Yeah. I got a director of photography involved. I got breakdancers involved. I got two locations of DIY studios in Ottawa involved. Yeah. And I got the city of Ottawa involved. Oh shit! <laughs> and okay. they got into the idea and we produced it and it's ready. It's not out yet, but it's ready. But but the intention and the way I felt working on wide awake is the same thing i'm doing kind of energy yeah. yeah the same energy i'm trying to but it's even more of capturing like ottawa's energy you're capturing your energy i feel like i feel like if you want to know who worked on wide awake and i tell you it's prasas and you're like who's prasas and like oh nigerian dudes you'll be like oh that's cool yeah and then if you watch this next release and you're like is this prasas i'm like no this is just you know buddies here local yeah you're gonna be like, wow, I didn't. So that means so you create the flunk, you know? Yeah. Okay, okay. We can read, we can redo this anywhere. So I just took what I thought the formula was, mm. and and then I didn't try to say these are the talents and these are not the talents. I yeah. just brought people I know do their things and say do your thing. Yeah. You know, I'm paying you this number of hours. This is the location. This is your part of your role in the production. Do yeah. your thing, and it came together. Um, but I feel like Wide Awake was a was a good point for me to kind of take stock of what all my creative, um, you know, involvement has done for me. Yeah. And then start thinking of what I want to do back for it. 
I take I, I grew up a single um, like a like the the only child I grew up a single kid mm. no brothers or sisters but I have a lot of cousins and Wide Awake was one of those things where I'm like you know what I'm gonna make you guys a music video yeah this, this is this is your it's for this you is your, this is for you I've not yeah. they haven't they haven't heard this before yeah. but these are the feelings this is where it came from yeah I've joked about being a musician all my kid life with them yeah when we're back home so now this is like you know now I'm like okay well. This is yeah, where we're at. Yeah. This is just where we're at. Just see it. Yo, but that's actually that's actually beautiful. I like that. I really yeah. like that. And as like, you're actually quite lucky because like you come off really genuine, right? You come off like really genuine. So like, I, I I don't even see a, I don't even see any problems with you working with the city or anything like that. Because I feel like once you just talk to them, they'll be like, you know what? Like trust this guy. Like it just it's been, seems. It's been like, hmm. I've been lucky. Yeah. Right. I'm glad you said that because that is also something as humans we have to know when we are in a position to do to be able to do more than we think because yeah. you can think this is where your power stops but then if you're in a position to 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 do more yeah. and you don't know yeah that position doesn't mean anything exactly. to you and your community exactly. but if you know you know so i'm happy that i was able to meet people like dre um auto auto musician you saw now in, now in toronto but these people gave me my audible foundation in music yeah they made me comfortable with the music scene locally i was performing shows before anybody knew i was doing anything yeah but i would get shows you know and i got i got a bit good with with this the scene mm-hmm. and then after my first residency in banff um someone in banff said represent banff. yeah someone in Calgary, uh, right someone yeah. in banff said um join your local music hub yeah and i came back after that residency and i joined yeah. and then more things happen yeah so i mean in this thing we're doing you have to you have to be able if someone tells you this is the way to go and you don't go that way they've told you what they can tell you right you have yeah. to do something so it's important for us to see opportunities and and run with them it's, it's even so funny because when i discovered you right it wasn't even true like nigerians because like, you're nigeria right? it, was nigerians, it was true like these like i forget the name of the show but like it was this like morning no this is like um, show that on CKC or was this like this white guy <laughs> this white people show right yeah. I was like yo what is this artist I heard the white awake I was like yo like that's very dope oh, that's how you found that's how I found it <laughs> and I DM'd you that day I remember yeah, that's I remember that day I DM'd you I'm like yo guy went to meet is it La Presa it's Elie LaBerge and some people in I know some people in my, my CKCU yeah. shout out to my CKCU folks yeah um, they, they're supporting CHO supporting local radios are doing a great job local radios are doing a um, job I yeah. think how that happened was um, so I got I got the manager yeah officially before Wide Awake dropped yeah what's it before Wide Awake dropped see it happened kind of I knew, time, I, knew I needed help so yeah, yeah. I, I got someone on my team yeah. around that time and um they were able to help me do what we needed to do as a team to get radio attention yeah. going. So now I think we have... So I think Wide Awake got onto the OTT playlist, which is the... If you call the city on phone, mm-hmm. you get on hold and music plays. Wide Awake was playing for a whole year and that stuff. Oh, People damn. would DM me, hey, why are they putting... Why am I on hold and Wide Awake is playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would screenshot the DM and send it to my manager like, what's going on? Yeah. But um, it's been... It's been Honestly, for me, if anybody is giving me the chance to speak, it's been a lot of different things happening positive. There's been a lot of things that didn't work out. Yeah. But the things that I've worked out, um, I'm holding to the, I'm holding on to those things. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's good. I like that. Yeah, I like man. that. Thank you. Okay, so, so this is a question I even asked like um King J also and like a chairman them. Yeah. Like, considering the Ottawa scene, right? There's usually I feel like there's a huge like um 
pushed for everyone at all to be, want to be like going to Toronto to do better things or going to Toronto mm-hmm. to want to like like you feel like Toronto is the land of opportunity, right? Otherwise, like people like stick out what's kind of dead. Like, what's your opinion on that? Like, you wanna like you basically like try and stay in Ottawa and like grow your Ottawa okay. base or I'm gonna be yeah looking at Toronto. I'm I'm gonna be uh, a hothead for this question. Yeah, just because I can go for it, and I won't give you an answer. I'll give you an I'll give you my explanation of what I understand that thing to be because mm-hmm. I've heard this question before. Yeah, so many times, and the first time I heard it. The industry, the Ottawa, and uh, this is me giving you an answer. The first time I heard that question, this is what the industry was, mm-hmm. and then the industry moved a bit, mm-hmm. and then I heard the question again, more mm-hmm. often. But like the next time you hear it, things have changed, but you're still hearing the question. Yeah. So I'm not like, why are we asking? Why? Why do we think Ottawa cannot self-sustain? Mm-hmm. And this is what I've understood from it. There is the proximity of having Toronto being a hub, and Montreal being like a hub hub. Yeah you always want to think that Ottawa is not fit to compete or isn't doing as well as these guys but there is there's stuff Ottawa has that they don't have yeah I don't like talking about Toronto too much because I don't want anybody to come for me <laughs> yo honestly but, like it can go I bash Toronto all the time like Toronto is one of the places like I would never go to yeah just because I don't want to ever go there yeah. like I don't know I just have this like there's no reason I just don't like Toronto I don't want to like Toronto. And I've talked to people who, same who reason, have, have what? said that to me. Seriously, why I don't want to like New York. Like, my family went to New York once. I'm like, nah, I can't follow you guys there. Yeah. I don't know. I just have this, like, disdain for these, like, metropolis areas. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't like, know. Why. Like, my coming to Canada, I was going to go UK or US. Yeah. Everyone I know is in the UK. For some reason, that made me not want not to good, go there. Yeah. And then New York was kind of like where everything was happening. Everything, exactly. So if I go there, I can't escape anyone. I, there are reasons why why I chose Canada, but I understand what you mean. Toronto for me is good. Like yeah. I go to Toronto at least once every summer, yeah, and at least twice every year because in the top of the year at the end. Never but, been to Toronto. Never been to Montreal. For real. Never. Well, let I'm me never tell you what Toronto to, is though. Never going there. <laughs> Toronto, for example, if you want to shoot a music video, yeah, and you go outside your door, literally, you have. 50 options in yeah. Ottawa you can't find one person in a weekend if, if the 10 people who are yeah you can I'm just telling you like you know any no no I know any I, I worked with any any was the drone pilot on this new production okay, okay, so you I'm see like... how I'm, I'm taking people like yeah. you dude but I'm telling you like compared to Toronto if you are seeing 50 yeah you're seeing 2 here. yeah so that is a thing that's a bias we cannot overlook right but I feel like Ottawa has grown the Ottawa's um Ottawa's scene um, Ottawa's underground has gotten mature, right? Yeah. And Ottawa's scene has also gotten mature in the sense that now there is a scene doing scene stuff. Yeah. There wasn't a, there wasn't a scene doing scene stuff. Yeah. Our problems were before. Um, nobody's interested in coming here. There are no venues. Like I know the problems I, I used to hear. Those problems are not the problems now. There are still newer problems. There are still things we have to now work on. But the things we were calling the things that were stopping Ottawa from being a music city are not too much of problems anymore. Yeah. So now why are we not moving forward, right? So I feel like it's more of a it's more of a thing where you have to leap into your proactive than look for what's not working. Yeah. Once everybody is on their proactive game, the industry will catch up 
to the people that are creating it. Yeah. There won't be an industry and the people are disconnected. Yeah. I feel like everyone just needs to put their heads in. Because that's what the industry does. It looks for the people and grabs onto them, you know? And, and uses them to create. <laughs> exactly. The industry rides on the backs of the artists. On the right? artists, yeah. So, but, but I feel, but, but I'm not even really concerned anymore. I feel like Otto is already doing that. Yeah. You know? Otto is already doing that. Because actually funny, because the reason I'm asking a question, I like asking every artist this question because that Ottawa is funny in a way that because like, even though Toronto has universities, right? Yeah. But because like Ottawa U, Carleton yeah. is such a central part of, and even Algonquin too, yeah. such a central part of Ottawa's like being legit, like Ottawa has like a constant funnel of just like new people. And people, people will come and then after they graduate, a lot of people leave, right? Yeah. So there's always a constant funnel of like new people, new creatives, new ideas, like new genres. Yeah. So like, I feel like if you want to be on the forefront or some shit, you got to be in places like Ottawa. Like places like Toronto are getting the there's people after so they finish, after they finish, one, there's so much competition, but after they finish developing their shit here, then they go to Toronto to do it, right? But I feel like, I like Ottawa because it's just, it's so, it's so pure and everything, all the music, all the art here is just so pure and like water dance, like it's from, it's, it's from its infancy, right? And it's like, that's it's, the best, it's very, like, it's very it's fertilizing. Very, yeah, it's exactly. coming out like organically. No, for sure. Um, I don't know, what's my relationship with Toronto right now? There are so many things that I could get involved with that require me to be someone who lives in Toronto that I can't do because I don't live in Toronto. Yeah. But then, um, my, my biggest issue is out the outside world, like the music industry, wherever it is out there, yeah. doesn't, I don't think they count Ottawa as a music industry city. Yeah. The out, the, the industry still doesn't. The yeah. The industry. And that's not a problem. That's fine. Yeah. We, we have to, we have to apply so yeah. we have to apply we have to submit an application yeah. toronto only just became one because of drake, drake right? exactly like so people, like people don't want to go think about that for yeah. a bit but that's what it is um kenny's woods he used to be in, in ottawa orleans my ends mm-hmm. he's in toronto right now he's in the uk he's in berlin he's he's doing stuff that i don't see why anybody else in ottawa cannot cannot yeah. do it so I look more to the artists here and more to what they're fine with. There are people who want to do more, that's fine. Um, and I will say this too. For the longest time, people who I went to Carlton with, I sat in like, I did like did the whole, I did university and college with. Yeah. Asked me questions like, how's music going? How's arts going? Some of them, they want to know how I'm navigating it because they don't see how it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Some of them think um, it's a hobby. Yeah. And I'm going to give up when the, it's <laughs> yeah. time for me to give up. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with each because it's actually a hobby to me. Yeah. But like, I take my hobby so seriously. Yeah. Your job is not more important than my hobby. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of how I see it. You kind of have to take yeah. that stand. But, but like, I've taken my job and I've said, I'm okay with what I can do from Ottawa. I like the attention or the lack thereof you don't know if i'm in ottawa because toronto i don't want the attention yeah or maybe i do but everyone has their reasons for why they're moving how they're moving in the industry right you it takes the interview to really get the person's perspective but i feel like ottawa's artists um they want to feel like ottawa is a game player on the bigger scale yeah then they can show more but i don't feel like ottawa on its own is interested in saying hey we're like 
top 10 in the music industry. To be honest. I think they are more interested <laughs> in creating something that is not nowhere else in the world. Yeah. To be honest, I say it going that way because like the arts in Ottawa are actually getting quite good and it's going to take like one or two people to blow before Ottawa gets on so. the map. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And what is going to because you know once people start though? flooding in here, I'm going to leave. But you know what happened? <laughs> you know what happened though? Yeah. What, what I'm happy about <clears throat> is what wherever you want to talk about Ottawa and yeah. in the news, BBC, I don't care, wherever, Australia, um, it will still be about the content being an Ottawa content. We yeah. won't be copying anybody. Exactly. What industry? New York is doing them, LA is doing them, Cali, Cali is doing them, but then every, every end's doing their stuff, will have their thing, but I feel like when Ottawa is beginning to show, show its true colours, it will be so undeniable, like yeah. it will be so original to what we're doing. Even people who are no more here or who just came here, the people from outside coming in here will be influenced by what we're doing in here. Yeah. And they can travel in three years to somewhere and say, hey, I lived in Ottawa. That's where I picked up this. Yeah. That's where they taught me to draw, to like this, to dress like this is cool. Yeah. I feel like we have a lot of cultural currency. I'll say that because you said, you mentioned how much new people, Coming. slash tourism, school, yeah. middle class working. You know, there's a good shuffle of people every time. Yeah. Um, welfare and lifestyle wild lifestyle wise it's a calm good place to grow a family or to live or yep. to not be too mentally yeah like disorganized in terms of population uh to, like just like standard of living it feels like a, it feels like a west coast city but in the east it's so weird it feels like it feels like one of those like bc towns like but it's just so sad like it's here with the horrible weather yeah. <laughs> and and i mean yeah to me, yeah. Ottawa is the coldest place on earth. Yeah. Oh no. Like, no. like I would say Calgary. Like, Calgary is cold. Way colder okay. than Ottawa. <laughs> I, I, that's a fact. Yeah. I, I it. yeah. But like, but I, when I when I mean coldest place, like on Christmas, and mm-hmm. this 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 will probably make me sound a bit sad, <laughs> but let me just say, on Christmas, most other places mm-hmm. that 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 don't have snow, yeah. they're having like a chill Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. On Christmas Day in Ottawa, you can't fucking go anywhere because it's too much snow. Yeah. But like, that's why I love it. Where else is that? Is that exactly. kind of crazy? You gotta happen? stay at home with your family, you know? Yeah, but toasty. <laughs> but then after like two or three years, or maybe four years, or five years, or six of being here, you and nobody's gonna tell you this, but you have to start counting what is working, and you have to start paying attention to the positives. Like I hate winter. Yeah, everybody hates winter, but like you can't do anything about it so you better exactly. start liking it halfway in right you know you have to start seeing things that way and then when you see things that way you can convince yourself that okay i'm 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 what i'm doing for myself and if i'm doing anything for the city is worth it like yeah. there's, there's good to be taken from yeah. that that's kind of how I, I approach all these things a lot for me isn't what it seems mm-hmm. in terms of how I think like I do things and people tell me oh I know I did that because of this and that's not why that's not why yeah. you know I'm a thinker you know but but no this is this is really how I see it I I really like what Otto is doing this year to be honest I wouldn't even be surprised if he start acting on something else soon because like because I could see like even though I'm not going I can't like read your mind or anything but I could just see like you, you like I don't think you'll be satisfied with just music like soon I feel like once you like do a couple more songs, you'll be like, you know what, I want to do something That's else. Cause okay, let me tell you. Because like, I feel like you're just one of those people who just likes doing new shit and proving to yourself that you can do new shit. That's that's really about it for me. Um, like, I didn't have um, I didn't have a what's the word? 
I don't even and have the words this day. But you know, you know the childhood that just goes by and it's just smooth. Yeah. Right? Or, or and there's those childhoods where like everything is smooth, but there's like internal struggles yeah, too, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Mine looked more like this: me, my mom, some some extended family. Yeah. That's about it. And then I started making brothers and sisters, but these were not blood. Mm-hmm. These were kind of people, just just people. Oh, and I want I want just sorry, I just interject like the quote, like you know. Blood is thicker than water, right? Yeah. That's not the full quote. What's the full the quote? The full quote is, the <laughs> the full quote is, the 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 blood of um, the blood of the, the blood of the womb, sorry, the blood of the, so like the blood of your brothers, right? It's mm-hmm. thicker than the water of the womb, right? So it's basically like it's like it actually means the opposite. It means like the people who you like Meet. become bonded with, yeah. right? Are more like are thicker than the bonds you make with by yourself are yeah. thicker than the ones that, that came with, that came with they just of, came from the yeah. this thing that's kind of where i'm going yeah so like growing up with my cousins and and just like I, when i was a kid or maybe when i was younger i, I do sit and think about things like i don't have siblings to talk to yeah who am i going to share this with yeah. and maybe i didn't use this this language because i was too young to, yeah. to like speak to myself that way but those feelings were there and um to understand the world and to to look at something and say this is what this is but let me make sure this is what this is so yeah. let me let me go research i've had to do most of those things myself but a, with a lot of like help advice hey can i ask you a question can you do a call so i, I get a lot of help right i i involve a lot of other people but of course but then my faculty of reasoning is very much taught through i sit down and think through things if something's not going to happen in a month you're not going to stress me to make it happen if yeah. I, if it hasn't made sense right yeah. to me and and feels like the right thing but um i feel like with yeah so the way i grew up it, it all added to to when i want to prove something to myself or how i think about things um i was in Carlton 2014 sorry 2012 13 14 and then um i had talked to someone um and said hey i'm a mechanical engineering i i, I registered for mechanical engineering carlton but i didn't get into it i got computer science i didn't use a computer science in nigeria until like 20 like nine mm-hmm. i didn't it, it wasn't one of the corners i went to too much in yeah. the house and shit but um computer science basically wasn't working and then uh following he's in toronto right now he oh, said no yeah he said um if you're going to switch courses do it at second year don't wait till this third year because it's too deep yeah first year you may think you made a wrong choice but second year you kind of have tested it and tested it again so you kind of know what what's going on once he said that i kind of just left the alleyway where he was and i just like went straight to unregister all my courses on carlton yeah that's how i i can i kind of left carlton i was just sitting in school like wow so i guess i'm done here now yeah so i dipped and then I started, but, but there was a plan. So I registered for Algonquin. It was supposed to be mixed classes, Algonquin Carlton. And then I found something more niche. And then I just went with Algonquin. But anyways, um, when I co- finished my courses in, in January, Carlton, sorry, 2014, when I canceled my courses, and then I was going to start Algonquin in September, Yeah. I started drawing in January. I took yeah. a job, all night job. I was a baker in Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm four months and then i i would i would bake i would go to work at night like 10 like 9 10 sweep do my routine cook soups bake mm-hmm. make donuts all the timbits and then in the morning i'll go back home mm-hmm. and then i'll draw 
till like 6 p.m have some some food crash yeah but i didn't know i was depressed Mm. This is what was happening. I'm just telling you how how I was experiencing yeah. it. I school was messing my whole gig up. Like, why can't I? I don't want to study in the first place. Yeah. I don't like school. But now I've seen the the physics. I've been falling in love with since high school. You're telling me I can't do mechanical after doing electrical electronic for two years. Yeah, in A levels like in Nigeria. So yeah. things weren't just fall. Chips weren't falling, and it was messing with me. But I knew that all I needed was to sit and reason this thing out so i i sat and prior to then a friend had bought me a case of pencils shout out to Frida tete mm. she bought me a case of pencils so that pencil started this this whole painting drawing thing and then in 2014 i'm realizing that my love for like visual arts that i left somewhere in my room in 27 2009 in like when i was seven years old from like time yeah. has come back to kind of keep me company you know what i mean so i knew that Art is helping me navigate this hard time. And then before I started Algonquin in 2014, September, 2014 summer, I did my first exhibition. It wasn't a solo, but it was raw artist. Yeah. I sold some things. And then between that exhibition and Algonquin, I did a drawing for a family. I did another drawing for another family. I got 750 for one artwork. Things that I feel like, wait, art is a career. But like in Nigeria, you don't think... It's possible. You don't, you don't think how you you don't you don't get to think how you reason yeah this time i was thinking the way i was reasoning i was thinking okay if i if i go to Algonquin, i could do some art i could be doing some art da, da, da. and then i think i started Algonquin in september 2014 finished 2016 but 14 2014 september i started november mm-hmm. 2014 i dropped my first project in music so i was going into the visual arts in algonquin and i was dropping my first project in canada in music. Yeah. so i was doing all this at once but this is me being able to survive the next day and breathe yeah it wasn't coming through as a therapist saying this is you need to write five songs put all your emotions in the songs i lost my phone so many times lost backups lost three thousand songs over and over because i had that much i can show you my notes now yeah if i show you my memo you'll see a thousand if I show you this, right? This is Rhymer's block. It color yeah. codes your your rhymes. You probably see here. Oh, it I does have, it automatically. If you if, like, if this is one thing and I do this, it kind of color codes by itself. Yeah. If it's something oh, I have, I have said. Excuse how I sound. Does he use like rhymes or something like that? No, you have to rhyme yourself. But there's there's, no, no, there's no, like, like a. How does he do the color coding? Like if I say, rush, mm-hmm. touch. So it put all those at purple. If I say kill, steal, bill, it put all those as blue. Oh, okay. So you just kind of see things. Hmm. But this has probably a thousand notes. Yeah. My my actual iPhone memo has probably two thousand currently. Yeah. But that time I had so much that I didn't release that I overthought yeah. wasn't good enough. I couldn't fund. Yeah. But then I still released it. Okay. Now how did I release it? November eighteen. November eighth, two thousand and fourteen. After starting Algonquin, like two months before, I released it. I was in school learning graphics. I used what I learned to design the cover for that project. Mm-hmm. And then um, that project released one eight, like 12 midnight because it was, say, say it's releasing tomorrow. Yeah. And today it's not ready. Yeah. So I go to the studio and 10 p.m. I get to the studio. We start the last two songs. Yeah. And at 12 midnight, the guy is bouncing the last song and emailing it to me and I'm going back home. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm announcing that my EP has dropped. Talks, yeah. This is how it was happening. It was nothing was comfortable. 
things sounded like shit. Yeah. I wasn't rapping properly, but yeah. but I know I wanted to survive so far, uh, the next month through songs and yeah. stuff like that. So I just kept doing that thing, man. And I feel like these are the things the artists should get into sometimes so that people who listen or who can't figure out whatever they are into understand that figuring it out doesn't look like you're figuring like it doesn't look comfortable in yeah. the moment and then after you you get results but that's basically um that's basically how i've navigated like releasing stuff and you know that's how i jumped into it that's how i that's how art became a thing i didn't show up here with saying i'm an artist like when i came in 2012 you ask me my name i'll tell you my name is morris i won't tell you my last name yeah. <laughs> but like i was very like you know in my shell and soaking up the city slowly and yeah. then got comfortable and then tried out things and i think one thing that has worked for me is i have very good relationships in the art scene like i don't have um, but you're the one who build it right sorry you're the one who builds it so you have to build it to exactly. your taste like the way i have like right now um i have a i have a another interview sometime a, a, a series a documented series that will happen and we're thinking of where we shoot it and i said we could do it downtown and i started trying to think about what we could talk about and there are so many studios on Rideau street yeah and galleries and i've worked with all of them yeah and i'm just like oh wait i have a project with this this so we could just start here and then we'll walk to this shop to ask some questions yeah and then after a while i sat back and i admired that about you know i admire that i was able to say oh wait morris you've worked with some good people, people. who know what they're doing yeah and that was to me that was more these days these things are more than anything else they're more than like accolades they're more than um i don't know how to say man they're more than what they used to be before like before i was doing things for you know very maybe maybe not selfish but you're young so you think this is what you should be doing it for now now i want to do it for different things for different reasons um also this that more uh, from 2018 6000 i funded it myself in the summer i was working two jobs i was going to the studio yeah and in the winter of that year we finished it but i was going from orleans to bayshore to go record and mix yeah with otr but but like it wasn't fun bro i look yeah. at the pictures and i get like a little anxiety attack because yeah. my legs will freeze waiting for buses exactly but like it wasn't fun or but, um, but then that this that more i had applied to the ontario arts council for a multidisciplinary audiovisual project yeah it didn't get funded yeah i went ahead and released it mm-hmm. on my terms yeah produced it six thousand paid everybody and then in 2018 i'm applying again asking them to fund job mm-hmm. and in 2019 they said yes and they funded job yeah so it, first trial didn't work and right now i've gotten maybe six no's or seven no's in yeah. grants but I've also gotten some really nice yeses. Yeah. Um, so like I'm not in a place where I'm close to giving up. I'm still excited. I'm still happy with where I'm in the creative work. I like my city. I like that that someone in my city like you can DM me and be like, yo, let's chat. Yeah. Who am I? Why do you have me here? What's the point? But it says something, you know. I'm not too focused on it, but it says something about the work. You may not. You don't have to like people. Hmm at the end of the day yeah when you're when you've locked into some certain level of creative work it doesn't it's not about you it's not about anybody it's about pressing play on it's about the worst product yeah and watching it and calling it and say yes guys go home we did it i love your frequency because like okay you've kind of already partially answered this question but like 
where does it all come from right because a lot of people so like you said like um you were like it comes like from your emotions right but like where does it come from does it come from like do you think it comes from like you are comes from anxiety depression or just comes from like 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 because you were um, alone like when you were a kid right you yeah. didn't have siblings so is it, it comes from a place to express yourself like where does it what, what part of your like heart does it like all originate it starts from sensitivity mm. i am highly sensitive ask me what i'm sensitive about everything I tell you <laughs> no i couldn't tell you yeah. i'm not sensitive about lights i don't have allergies so so when i say i'm sensitive it's not like you can't touch emotionally me or right you can't, but like the sensitivity that i am sensitive you can't touch it mm. that's why it's that sense. it's inside it's yeah. shelled it's, it's, it's protected um i think single parents would give me some of that yeah made me more protective of what i care about yeah um i have a i, I have about my mom that's it and then i have half half is what like whatever else comes with life but those kind of thinkings when i was young made me really not mess around with things I care about so whenever I'm in a room and people are planning to do artistic things I really really check myself and tell myself are you really here are you in the room are you all in are you down with the idea so I'm able to say no I don't think that's gonna work you know it's, it's hard because people guide the ideas just the way I guide mine so I can't go into a room I say something that will offend someone who is creative. Yeah. So I also have to think about that within myself. I have to say, why does he want to do it that way? Yeah. Okay, maybe he cares about something that makes him want to do it that way. Yeah. And it starts making you see co-creatives as normal humans who who really care about what they care about, just the way you care about it. Mm. If somebody wants to do a song about go karts and speeding because their dad got them a car when they were four. You don't even know how intense that is yeah. that makes them want to do that. But that's where it's coming from. For me, um, I think I'm a sensitive person and I have spent all my life in convincing people I'm not sensitive. Because if I don't say it, yeah. you may not be able to tell. Mm. Or you may think he came to sell sensitivity. As an artist, he just, yeah, I think sensitivity just comes with artistry. Yeah. No, it comes with artistry, but do you know that there are people... Well, artistry that, comes with sensitivity. But do you know that there are people today who are not artists... Mm-hmm. who are more sensitive than artists but they are yeah. too scared of that sensitivity to address it or yeah. to, to create from it but i think that's where it comes from uh, for me i think one also one thing that um one when that feeling comes one thing that helps it stay is uh, i know how to t- i know how to spend time alone you know these days meditation is mostly the first adjective that you hear but like being able to just like breathe on something give something time people don't give things time yeah um and not like an idea where that you that you've thought about thought about thought about and then you want to execute and you don't want to give yourself five extra minutes to think about the execution mm-hmm. not the idea but like moving forward on the idea yeah so i really give things time um i've, I've read taurus horoscopes and i know how you can say a taurus is that's typical mm-hmm. who waste time overthink that mm-hmm. like i've read those things i know when it's happening i know my traits that are similar and what doesn't match with a taurus horoscope mm-hmm. for example, because i'm taurus but i'm stubborn Mm-hmm. You know, Taurus, their their bull, the mm-hmm. yeah. Like I don't, I don't take myself as a, I don't read into it too much. I did astrology and astronomy in accounting. I actually did, so I know what I think I need to know about the cosmos for now. And I I watch stuff, but as far as like the the Taurus readings go, I I'm able to identify the traits I have 
I'd be like, oh, yeah, Morris, you were a bit stubborn about that idea. Or yesterday, you were a bit disorganized. Like, I can tell if I read a horoscope, for example. But my point is, I have these natu- natural traits and I play them. If an idea seems like right now, I'm working on the video for Waterside, I am struggling. I don't know what, the, what it, like, I haven't seen it in my head. It's painful to say. I haven't seen the video in my head. I know who is shooting it. I know it's going to work out. I've committed. We have a budget. I went to Toronto last last two weeks or a week and a half, and he sh- we did test. So it's happening. But like I'm still on the hot seat, and like right now we're having this interview. I'm bringing up what I said. If I didn't bring it up, I'm slacking. But now that I brought it up, it has come back to the front. Yeah. This is this is my struggle every day. This is how my ideas I deal with them, and then after a while I'll be like. And the clarity will hit. Yeah. And once clarity hits, you good. Yeah, and then we're going to production, and I won't worry about anything before production because I know I spent. You can't come and tell me, um, I don't think this idea will work, and I say why, and you tell me, yeah, when you sent it last night, I read it, and then this morning I read it and I thought about it, and I don't think it will work. You can't tell me that, right? If I spent the whole week thinking. Because I've gone through what I need to go through mentally to convince myself that this idea will work to this degree. Yeah. If someone comes and tells me it won't work and I ask why and what they're saying, isn't my, my conviction isn't working with it. I'll go yeah. with my idea. Yeah. If I think about their knowledge of experience and I say, okay, they know what they're saying, I'll go with you know, yeah. I'll consider what they're saying. But that's how it goes for me. It's not too easy to explain but it's yeah. very practical like i sit on it like the the guy producing the videographer directing and co-producing um what aside we're, we're going back and forth and i don't i don't tell him i'm panicking i don't know what we're doing i don't tell him that's my job i, I have to figure that out and always supports his conversations about ideas and what we can try so that's how my ideas usually are i usually go crazy a little sometimes on ideas because when I, for example, this next one we're releasing, when I gave the idea, I made a, a video treatment, just a PDF to explain the shots. And I sent it to Jay and Jay was like, why do you always bring me Hollywood budgets mm-hmm. for DIYs? Yeah. I'm like, bro, that's just the scale. I know we can get some, we're not going to make the next Avengers, yeah. but we know it's an Avengers intensity type feeling. Yeah. And we want to do what we can so i always bring the biggest ideas to the table regardless of the budget and then we kind of like do what we can so in terms of going crazy with ideas i'm a bit i'm a bit on that like i if it sounds easy like let someone who is into easy shit do it right that's kind of how i go into this space. i like that and, and if you go into those spaces with other creatives and you haven't really gotten to that place where your the conviction can go any other way. Yeah. They can tell because they do the same thing. They are creatives. It may mm-hmm. be different from them for them. But if you, you can't really bullshit creatives you want to co-work with, it's also important. But I feel like moving this way has worked. And I feel like maybe if I spent this all this time I've been spending in Ottawa in Toronto, I may not have been able to do all half of all this. Yeah. You know, I just I can't tell you why. But it's worked out here in a way where I don't see working the same. Too much competition in, there. In, yeah, Toronto is just like Toronto it's full. is like full everyone of thinks <laughs> you're trying to make like everyone is coming to you what they think you're doing yeah. instead of coming to listen to you yeah. and get what you're doing kind of thing. But um, I like that. I like that. I, at least in my circle of 
the other cool musicians like Bangs, you know Bangs. I know Bangs. I did. Bang, I interviewed Bangs like a couple of days ago. He did his own, yeah. Yeah. So like, 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 I'm happy they are around my industry. Yeah. For example, we're, like we're in the same industry. Like I can trust that if I didn't drop anything in a year, we won't lack jams. Yeah. I, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, like they just released something. Like, Chad just released something recently. And oh, Banks like, has a lot of the, things. It's coming. Yeah, it's I, coming. I heard Banks stuff coming. So I was like, like, yo. For example, I've been in the, I've been in the, in the industry here too enough to also know that Banks. I have to support Banks. Yeah. Banks is my ecosystem. Yeah. If I don't support him, I'm losing. Yeah. And I actually watched this on uh, IG. One of those things they try to teach you yeah. IG stories, but. If, but like those kind of things are beginning to come into play more it's less about it's less about i don't know man it's less about just the material things it's less yeah. about like it's still more fun but like when when age comes into it like i'm quite old can you tell that word i'm not quite old. Right? well you say you finish <laughs> you say like so basically you started you know university in 2012 so you did a levels twice okay so like you're 19 when you started 18 you're right about right? that yeah so like 2012 19 you can do the question already right it's so, 2020 yeah so, so so it's like but like my my thing is i've like time has passed yeah for me in the music industry anyone who's waiting for me to blow i'm sorry i don't have anything for you i've blown yeah do you understand but i'm able to to know that there is la there is toronto there's ottawa yeah i can't treat i can't see my work the way someone in Toronto sees their work. Yeah. Like, I can see my work for what it is, but I can't be worried or anxious because I'm in Ottawa and I'm not in Toronto and there is no, like, Red Bull Stadium here. Yeah. All those kind of things. Yeah, like, the FOMO, that's what fucks people up. Yeah, the fear of missing out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I used to have that thing, man. Yeah. But, man. No, that yeah. thing fucks you up, man. Like, it fucks you up. Legit. <laughs> but but once, once, once people put in, once you say, I want to try this thing and see if it will work and if it will, if it works, I'll run with it. Yeah. You have to make sure you try it. Then you have to make sure if it works wrong with it. You can't kind of change your mind somewhere in there. Yeah. That's where that's where that's where things now not come all the way full circle. Mm-hmm. Because trust me, ideas from zero to fifty in fifty you're like I am. I'm pretty sure this is the idea that kills me. This is where I die. Yeah. And in seventy you're like, well, if I didn't die, then I'll just push it through. Yeah, yeah. It has. That's it, man. It's like this. Sometimes you deal with a lot of people in the creative industry and it's not even about your work, it's not even about where you are, you may be having the best year career-wise, but you're stressed because of the people you're dealing with and stuff. And I mean I don't I haven't understood I haven't understood how to deal with that still, but I try to make sure I'm not the person bringing the stress to the collaboration kind of thing. You know? That's really dope. Yeah, like just being being sure about ideas is more than anything for me now. Like I don't yeah. care if you're gonna give me more money to shoot it or this guy is more skilled or he has a Grammy. If the idea is clear to some extent, nah. It doesn't matter the obstacle. Yeah. And it's it's good to say that. I I'm I ha- I'm happy I can say that now because this is how I've always thought. Mm-hmm. But you have to believe to, to say it, right? Now I can say that. But yeah. Are we are we on time? Are Do you watch on? anime? I watch a bit of anime. I watch. Let me answer the question properly. I watched anime when I was back in Nigeria. I really I didn't know what anime was, but mm-hmm. I was into it for, yeah. for a bit. And then when I came here, I, I had more variety, and I yeah. moved away from anime to more like Airbender. Oh, because I was gonna say like your brain, you think like you think like like um, 
I won't even say Naruto. I'll say you think more like Sasuke, where you're like you're so focused and you want shit to get done, but like you also have like some of Naruto's like really like you believe in yourself so much that even if like it's it's delusional, but that delusion you know it can one day become reality. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah it's just it. it's better for you to be like that. Focus. Yeah. I've that, seen. That's dope. I've seen focus do things for me, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you my my whole biggest secret right now. Focus has done a lot for me. And I was like, how did this happen? Oh, wow. How was I able to sit down for 200 hours and finish a, six, a 36 by 18 portrait of Nelson Mandela that looks so good? I, I don't have the patience to sit down for 200 hours. Are you kidding? But the drawing exists. And when I see it, you can't tell me I didn't do it. Do you know what that does for me, bro? Sure. That does so much for me. That makes me feel like if I have an idea that hasn't worked out and the idea feels you know when someone gives you an equation to solve and yeah. you can look at it and tell it to take you a month or yeah. a week I still feel like I have it in me to, to like, stay with you it you already visualized the solution already exactly yo this is so funny you said that like legit that's what me and King J were talking about like a couple of episodes ago we are basically saying like yo it's actually so annoying when people tell us like they can't do something i'm like the only prerequisite to doing things is existing like you are there yeah. thing, you exist Apply. as long as you exist you can go to it like there's no such thing as there's nothing like that's not, like when people say another thing i hate when people say like stuff are hard or easy i'm like if i really think about my life right i think about how of how far i've gone i feel like everything that everybody thought was hard is just more steps it's just yeah. more steps than things that thought were easy like yeah. maybe like so so like i'm like nothing's really hard things are just like longer or takes a lot like more it just steps it just more, more steps yeah, more, more time, time or more, or more or it has more time more, or team, more concentration more concentration you know so like yo it's like nothing's really hard that it's just like multiple easy things stacked upon yeah. each other now you let know? me tell you one thing though this is this this got me jaded in high school um i liked math i liked algebra i liked calculus as best as i remember but i was one of those people who if if I if I um if I answer ten theory questions mm-hmm. and I got eight correct, the ones I didn't get correct, it was a silly mistake. It was yeah. a stupid silly mistake. You forgot so the minus me, or something, you know, yeah. That jaded me. That made me hate math because I felt like all my time spending wasn't working, you know? And then things like quantitative was oh that means you would hate computer science computer science i didn't <laughs> hate it computer science really? it was my life at that time i, I couldn't afford to hate it i had uh, to try it yeah. and then when when i started hating it that's the thing i didn't hate it i just left it do you know what i mean yeah it was like fam i was play nothing nothing yo. runs and you're like i thought i did it the, i three hours has passed what are we doing so when you but you get my relationship yeah. with spending time yeah. but on ideas that's why now that i'm not doing too much math like you you doing all the engine stuff for example i can sit about art and i can think about it for half the day and if it hasn't clicked i can go and make cereal and yeah. come back and think about it yeah. but i won't i won't say this is not gonna happen yeah exactly but like those times i used to get challenges we were in school trying to solve something and spending so much time and it not working will make me feel like this is not working but it didn't mean i was i was so intrigued with, with physics i break tvs down i build wireless remote same shit. Like, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like the curiosity was there and stuff but then i think growing up a bit more you have to kind of know that you like what you're doing yeah you're doing the best at it and then 
and then your work can be fucked with, you know, kind of like, like someone can see something and be like, eh, it's not so nice, but then you did it in 2010, and the things they have now, they didn't have it in 2010, yeah. so take out what they have now, they can't be you, they can't beat you, like, exactly. you, walk, you know, so we have to look for these things in our work ourselves and count those successes, because no one, no one's doing it, man. The creative industry is so difficult. Like I said, man, multiple easy steps. Like difficulty, yeah. like a, multiple yeah. easy steps. Just yeah. finish the steps. Finish the steps. The small, small, exactly. Yeah. It's the patience. Because yeah. like even talk about patience, talk about confidence is like legit. I like <laughs> last week eh, was one of the most frustrating time in my life because I was um I was I'm, making, I'm basically building an app right for myself like personally, and there's this API I have to connect to. An API is just like trying to connect to another service like maybe you're going to connect to amazon you're going to connect to like okay. netflix something like that right so i'm trying to connect with this api legit i took three days Shit. trying to connect this api like that's legit i'll wake up from my bed i see here wake up go get breakfast come sit down here play music and i'm just like typing code trying it, typing code trying it. Yeah. nothing was running for three days i legit that day for three days fam i realized that like i had to change one one t to a p that's it. That's it. I've been writing good code for three yeah. days. It's not about you. It's not about, it's not about you. And the reason why they, do you know how I found okay. it? It wasn't even on the, it wasn't even on the documentation they put for it. Yeah. I had to like keep reading people's like comments, oh, keep okay. reading. Yeah, I had to try this. Try yeah. Yo, fam. Like that's what I say. Like if 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 like if those things yeah. matter computer, for sure. Computer you, science was. <laughs> the, the computer computer science, science, this is what computer science you. was. Computer science for me was. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this story. I can't, <laughs> I can't miss the story. First class. Yeah. Right? We, like, first, is it? First class is a theater kind of thing. We walk yeah. in, we sit, there's like introductory, da 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 da. Mind you, class started, say, class started September 7th. Yeah. I started class September 13th because mm-hmm. I was still registering after class has started. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So my orientation didn't happen. My orientation was crashed. You missed the first I, I started classes. school crashing into yeah. it so i after like first semester i stopped blaming anybody you know but but like i missed first week mm-hmm. and i kept trying to catch up the whole semester the whole semester and it wasn't working but i i was doing what i could do i didn't mm. miss what i didn't do that i even hate now myself for was i didn't miss classes yeah it wasn't about missing i didn't have a problem showing up but i couldn't crack while i was trying to crack right and first class they do the theory thing. Second class was a TA, like a practical class or something. And then we show up to Herzberg, like fourth floor or something. And we go into one of the classes and I'm sitting in front of a computer with everyone in the class. Mm-hmm. And they say, draw a cow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is how your first computer science yeah. class And they say, draw a cow. And I'm like, there's no tablet, there's no pencil. How do we draw a cow? Yeah. And then I look and the guy next to me is typing code and plotting a box. Okay, I'm okay. typing code for the, the, circle. the circle. I'm like, oh, you oh. use processing, right? I'm like, I've yeah. never, I had never done any of this, bro. Even yeah. from Nigeria, yeah. Like I did, like my computer time was game. And yeah, I was yeah, about yeah. It. So I'm like, oh, imagine if if that drawer car was with pencil. Yeah, I would graduate the next day. Exactly. You know, so I was out of my element a little bit, but I stayed with the program for two years. And um, the guy who was next to me said you have to code coordinates of where you want your boxes Box to, to be drawn. Yeah. Once he said that, I knew like, oh, I have to type my my cow, basically. Yeah, yeah. Type, you see how I think? Yeah. If someone said, code the diagram of a cow, yeah. I'll be good. But draw a cow, 
pencil draw. Like. Yeah, exactly. So I was a bit out of my element in that yeah. class. But that was my first class, knowing that I am. This is not what I thought. Like, Common um, sense. Yeah. Was. And then the guy Egil, he's a good friend now. He's a pro gamer too. Um, he was. He now told me what to do, and I managed to do a funny looking car. But I did it. And then after that class, we became buddies. And then I was just like looking over what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Mostly to know what's going on, so I can do what's going on. Because I didn't know what's going on. I just didn't know what was going on and it boiled down to my my time with computers as a kid wasn't enough to yeah you know like if i don't i it made me started thinking are people in nigeria like equipped to show up to this program and <laughs> yo like, i swear did you yo, did you code back home no no so i never did any coding back home i started doing programming when i came here right i was lucky because like when i came here i was still in grade seven okay right so that's like promise promise that was yeah. like i left in ss2 but right. when i came here i was in grade seven right no, sorry, JS two, and I came in grade seven. So, um, so yeah, I was lucky. I came really young, but in and the I would feel like in the um, younger stages, right, we are ahead of them because we do a lot of our math. Like our math, I was already ahead. Our science, I was oh, ahead. Okay, you've done but, hard Yeah, stuff. but when it comes to high school, our high school is where it's lacking. Yeah. Our high school, the high school difference between Nigeria and here, because high school is where you like start developing, start to like more catch because. Everything they mentioned is basic, right? Yeah, so Nigeria, they just make it harder, right? Yeah. But in high school is where you catch up to like almost where society is at this point, That's, right? Yeah. And where Nigeria is, or where this place is, are uh, totally so, different yeah, places, so different. right? Yeah. So I was so lucky when I came here, I first started early. And what I really like about computer science is basically like, I think what you're saying that you don't like. I really, I always like being in like in the deep end right like my brain is, is like i hate being like in a position where i feel like everything is going on everything is comfortable right I, I feel like I know what's going to figure out. exactly it's not to figure out like because yeah. like, when i was small that's my dad always like i'm not sure if it's on purpose but like he always felt it always made us try and be comfortable in the uncomfortable right like legit i did not assume how i not assume is that my dad would be pushing me into the pool yeah. like legit i almost drowned so many times until i could swim yeah right yeah. my dad used to he's, he's a survey he's working in the niger delta he's like cut like grass and used to survey to the land right land yeah clear lands and then survey it. so they'll clear lands yeah they yeah. survey it this is a project this is someone's house so yeah. that's what he did so he'll bring us to the bush we'll be walking in the bush like if your if your shoe breaks you're going barefoot and you're in the, in the forest yeah. right you're doing it you, yeah. can't, you can't stop you can't go back yeah right so like legit like what if like i only survive i only like feel comfortable survive when like i don't know what the fuck is going on i'm trying to figure shit and out you're, right you're exactly so yeah. that's basically like my love for computer science and same thing for like recording and like all this other stuff like i was even, get, even get a, kind of getting bored of recording for a while because i was like yeah. i'm getting good at it right and that's why i started doing like started like working with like musicians because i was doing podcasts for a long time okay. so i started working with musicians yeah. but then yeah it's like I feel like for me, I mean, this might just this might be not true, but I feel like for me, because I'm always like looking for something new, something new. It's almost like, like it's the same thing with you. Like you always look for something new, something new. But like, I always feel like sometimes like, if I concentrate on one thing, will I have been like over oh, this? Will I have been blown or something? Will be this like, like will I have done so good in it that I've been like great or do part it? Yeah. But then I also second guess. I'm like, do I even want that? Like, am I looking for the? Am I looking for fame? Am I looking for like? the the success that the success that everyone's talking yeah. about yeah. or do i just want to just keep trying new shit like until like that you know yeah yeah no, that's real because sometimes sometimes the thing the creative work we are doing mm-hmm. can give us fame or yeah. money yeah. or just power or like reputation profile but then like 
that's not why you're doing it. Exactly. <laughs> you need, you, I need some practical things. And, I need something else. And, and the thing is that, like, that film, though, it might, everyone might want it, but I don't think it's so attractive because, like, I've said this many times, like, one of the scary, one of the scariest videos I ever saw yeah. was, Con, it was this video of Kanye, I think it was on TMZ or whatever. Is it Kanye? Kanye, Kanye. Kanye, okay. Right? Legit, he was, like, this was, like, middle of now or whatever. He, like, yeah. left outside his house, right? And then the people were taking pictures, taking pictures. Then he was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm at home, I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. Then they were like, Kanye, trying to ask him questions. He's like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. And then he went to his garage or something and closed it. I'm like, yo. Yeah, if, I've seen those videos. Of like, Kanye. that was the most scary thing. I'm like, yo, yeah. legit, you have zero privacy. Yeah. You have, it goes, like, it goes bad. zero. Like, fame, just bad. to me, seems like the most and, like, horrible thing to be honest. And most of the people who I know, who yeah. kind of, I don't know. How do I even say? They're not famous. They're necessary. Like yeah. you can't really pull strings if they are not there. Yeah. Like if you're doing a concert in Ottawa and you haven't talked to this guy, sorry, nobody will hear about it because he's the biggest promoter. Yeah. You know, essential people. Like those people are. Those people are. Um. Or let me let me explain it this way. Those people are the people who have the contacts for who books venue, who does this, and then they 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 have they have a way to the, the kind of to beat the upper ups a bit and then the artists kind of have teams that help them connect themselves with the upper ups yeah in terms of booking shows as far as that goes but then if if um if an artist gets so big in their city and okay for example sorry i have to use myself no problem, no problem. for example <laughs> um I've played Blues Fest like three times. Mm-hmm. The the last time was just recently on Friday and it was a driving concert. So yeah. it's a bit different. The second time was the main time. I had my own set and our ah, full band live boom, yeah. 2018. 2016, however, my friend uh, Yusuf opened and I he brought me on stage for like two songs or something, guests. Um and I got paid. I didn't it's get paid that yeah. down. But I got I, I usually get, you know, if I do a festival you get yeah, paid man, for yeah. doing festival and then you're an artist so you have a profile right now why would i go perform somewhere and they don't pay me yeah when a festival is paying me like what do you think i'm doing i'm not i'm not jumping around so, to take pictures like i'm this is my life yeah this is my career just the way you catch your life and go to yeah. work yeah or you're going to school this is this is your I'm, work this yeah. is my work so it's, it's it's been hard to get people to that place but i feel like it's also good to to care about how you're perceived in, in with your work. It's not really your image as much, but your what what your work represents, the value of it. That way, someone can't fuck with your bag because if they fuck with your bag, they're fucking with everything you're building. Yeah. But then you can be you can it can be a little problematic. I'll tell you why. I've been reached like a a good council, like a good organization locally has reached out to me and said, "Hey, we want you to." perform here da, 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 for this 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 and i said hey this is a great opportunity here is my asking price for mm-hmm. 15 minutes or 20 or 30. Yeah. so yeah, this is regular manager talk yeah, yeah, yeah. and i didn't get the gig yeah it has happened maybe a few times yeah. but then like i can't charge less yeah it's a weird place to be you know what I mean? Because if you charge less, you're going to eat. <laughs> it right? doesn't make sense because yeah. it's like it's like it's like being Drake. Yeah. And then going to beg someone to make a song with you, then why are you Drake? You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to leverage your position and stuff. So that fame thing is not that's just one way to say it's not always 
like the, the first thing you should care about. It's yeah. very necessary, actually, if I'm being honest. But it's not the first thing you should care about. It is something that you can use to amplify who you are, your work, what you stand for. Yeah. But, uh, if, but you that's, get, if, if that's you get what you want to do. Alone, yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you go for it alone, it's not going to do anything. Your songs are not going to get better because you got famous. Like, yeah. you're not going to sound better, you know? Those kind of things. I, I thought about those things uh, in regards to what I wanted. Now I now I'm I'm wanting even newer things. I want to be able to go somewhere and be treated regular. It's priceless. It's priceless when you're treated regular. Like if when you're treated like a another person yeah. and you're not over romanticized. Cause the way I see being like treating someone as a celebrity is not even it's not even it's not even all the way polite. Yeah. I've looked into it philosophically. But but I want to be able to, you know, function normally and then when it's time for me to get on stage i want to be able to get ready and be on stage yeah. and then you see me at work yeah. i'm at i'm clocked in yeah i want to be i want to be able to be completely a regular dude who you could talk to but then when i'm doing my job i'm taken seriously by everyone around me yeah. that's that's the to me that's kind of the biggest the most difficult thing right now you know, it's not, it's not, it's not something I haven't figured out, but it's, it is a big part of what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I'm only beginning to think about it. I maybe should have thought about it earlier, but now I have to think about it because if you want me to do something somewhere and I tell you it's going to cost you this, cause that's where my fee is at right now. Don't try to, I'm not going to undersell myself first of all, but don't try to say I'm not worth that. But also see that this is someone trying to negotiate their livelihood with you. It's yeah, not about exactly. I'm not like pops. I'm not like I'm not trying to be. You know, I'm yeah. not trying to tell you this guy's paid me more, so you have to. Yeah. That's what I'm like. I wake up every morning for the past ten years so I can put a price on the work I'm putting out. It's not about you know. Yeah. But then I couldn't tell the people who didn't book me that exactly. this is why I'm telling yeah. you guys this yeah. and. I wish they would have maybe clicked on the thing in the email and I to take them to my website and they read my bio yeah. and they're like, okay, cool, yeah, seven fifty yeah. sounds, you know. Yeah. But it's 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 an area where I haven't gotten the answer and you have to kind of walk it to to get it done. It's funny because I just recently started struggling with that, right? So I was gonna like um, first like I was gonna try and get a job. Well, this where they reached out to me, right? And I was supposed to help them like make their websites because I make websites for like um, newspapers, like school newspapers and stuff, yeah. right? I made one for the Charlatan, I made one for like this newspaper for like independent, they call it the Pigeon, right? Independent yeah. journalists, they graduated, they don't have jobs yet, so they like work for us basically, right? So, um, yeah, so there's this, um, there's this school but in um, New Brunswick that they said like, oh, they heard about me that they want to make me to make their website. So I felt so guilty, like charging them. I was like, ah. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's so weird. It's, school. it's so weird. It's a school, right? And the students, the, the, the students but, but I had to, yeah, 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 no, okay. the, the the newspaper, the school okay. newspaper, me. So I had to like basically, but I told them the price that would be worth it for me to actually like, because like if it's too low, I would not be motivated to work on it. And if it's if it's, it's too high, it's just ridiculous. So just like yeah. basically, I get the amount like okay, this is the amount I'm gonna charge for this thing to be like worth my while, basically, right? And I gave it to them, but I could tell like they were like, oh, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I could tell them like, I know like this is a newspaper and everything. I put everything into consideration, yeah. and like they said, this is the amount, right? Yeah. And also on the opposite side of things, like I was um, 
I was hire, I tried to hire someone to like help me edit this podcast, right? Like an employee, right? And so it was going to be my first employee. I was actually so excited, right? So after the interview, the interview went well. I told them the price. Like I already put the price already. Like yeah, I was planning planning everything. So after they finished editing the the first episode, I gave it to them, right? Just to add to test, right? So when I was talking about feedback and everything, I wasn't really liking the feedback they gave, and I was like, and then they were not saying like, oh, that it took them way longer than they expected to edit it, and we should like try to change the pricing model that um that instead of this amount i should pay like a little bit more but then it's it's fixed it's not hourly because this will be like per hour but like instead of that it's just it's fixed right so i was like i was a bit hesitant like yo <laughs> like nah i wasn't yeah. i wasn't like that was into that so i've been on both sides of the situation it's pretty cool and i think i should talk to someone like someone like a stand-up comedian because not like musicians where musicians can work on their craft yeah. by themselves in the studio they legit to do a stand-up, stand you have to work on your craft like, like in front of the people, crowd, yeah. right? And for most of those ones, you're not getting paid. For most of your crowd work, you're not getting no. paid. For most of that. Until so, like, your book. If, if, even, yeah, until your book. Sure. Even like people like Dave Chappelle, yeah. for a lot of the shows he does, just good around the country, just like playing clubs, working his material. But he doesn't like, get paid. I feel like comedians in this area of this yeah. discussion have more to figure out. Because you have to be taken seriously and not taken seriously. At the same time, At yeah. the same time, yeah. every time. So I'll be done to talk to a kind of comedian. Then, but then yeah. your respect is not going anywhere. Your respect is... Oh, like someone yo. sees you as a good comedian, yeah. you're funny, you say one word, they laugh. Like like people like... Comedians are like... Yeah. They're not funny because of their jokes. They're funny people. Your right? personality, they yeah. They should them, all those guys, the black or uh, most of the lead actors. I really like the funny ones. Um... I liked this guy's role. What's his name again? The uh, the man in black. No, not not the man in black. Will the, Smith. Um, no, Will Smith's partner in, in Bad Boys. <laughs> in Tag- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. Martin Lawrence. Yeah. I like his funny. Like, yeah, I really like his. Martin funny. Lawrence is but then, hilarious. But then you, as a comedian, you, you have Big to. Be, which one? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Yeah. I watched it growing up. <laughs> yeah. But um, growing, but like um, but as far as comedians go, why I say it's more difficult is because they have to kind of like if you like once they show up. You owe them money because your time costs money. Yeah. You're supposed to laugh. So if you're sad, you can't be sad. <laughs> they demand so much from us yeah. as society that I, I wonder how they are able to, you know, navigate that because you want you want to interview um, a comedian yeah. and they're coming to, to come get interviewed. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're paying them for something, for example. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even get so, money from this thing. <laughs> yeah, no, but for example, <laughs> you're paying them yeah. and they are coming. Yeah. And so they have they have to be funny. Not really. I don't no, do, but but I don't, no, 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 not not in this case. But I mean, okay, like, okay. if if oh, I like did if it's a show, if it's a show, okay, okay, I go in. I go in. Musician and yeah. a, uh, and um, a comedian. Yeah. The musician and a pinball. The musician has to come, perform, mm-hmm. and get off stage, and the comedian has to come and perform. Yeah. Now the musician can come, and perform, and get booed. Yeah. And they are fine because before you hire them to come, you know their song, so you said you. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. The song is the song. Exactly. Yeah. The comedian has to be funny. People have to laugh. If not, you're like, why am I paying you? You just yeah. came here. You came here and nobody laughed. Like, sorry, I thought people would laugh. I'm not paying you. Yeah. But they are in a weirder place. So yeah. this creative work, it really gets into into your head in, in terms of you want to show up um, and you want to crack a joke and then people find it funny. But you want to be, your time is done and you want to walk through the hallway and yeah. go to your car, but you want to be respected in that time. Yeah because you're not on stage anymore you know it's not easy it's not easy when you think about the the industry the creative industries and the entertainment industries but the personal experience of the people inside these industries 
it starts hitting you once you become one of them even if you're not a carpenter or yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a curator you're one of those things so you can sometimes i see what is difficult for artists and i know it's more difficult for bloggers or it's more difficult for influencers yeah and it's less difficult you know yeah, yeah, yeah. says there are things that you can handle better than i can yeah. because of my industry that i or or vice versa kind of yeah thing. so all those things come into play do you think you ever go into comedy uh i'm very funny bro I could tell, like, but, 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 not, but, not, I could tell, like, you're, you're not like, ha funny, funny person, but like, yeah. I can tell, like, if you want to be, if I'm, if I'm somewhere and there's more than three people and I don't know any of them and I stay there for, for 30 minutes and I leave, I made them laugh before I left. This is not about me having to remember what I said. Mm-hmm. I know I carry that kind of yeah. character. If I'm, if I'm somewhere with three people who are doing something, we're even having a serious meeting because we want to work together. I've never met them. There's mm-hmm. money involved. I like I'm sitting there and then they are saying different things and I see the room for me to say one word That's that like, would land funny yeah, yeah, yeah. and get a giggle. I'll say You'll it. Do like it, I'm yeah. the kind of person who will say Take it. Take the opportunity. Yeah, I will say or, yeah. or make a joke that is not funny yeah. but you laugh because it's not funny. Yeah. Like, I told you, wow, you really thought that was funny kind yeah. of thing. But I am in that regard. Will I do comedy? I don't know. I won't you say don't know. I'll yeah. say I don't know because I've met a comedian who who is, is like us. He grew up in Nigeria. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And stuff. So I've seen him and yeah. I could totally be a comedian. Exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing because like it's so, I don't know, it's so like for people like us, right, that we're so delusional to the point that we think we can really do anything. I feel like that's just all it takes to that's be. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. All it's, it takes is believing and do it. All, all it takes to is do believing it. that you can do it and then like... Walking at it. seeing it in your head <laughs> yeah. and saying, okay, this looks... Lit, yeah. I'm going to work at it. Yeah. Sometimes too, you see it in your head and yeah. you go into the... You go to the work in... Working it out stage yeah. and then you see how much work it really yeah. is and you're like, okay, I'll exactly. come back next week. Yeah. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah, for, for, for me, it's even the opposite. I don't like wanting to... I almost you know don't even want to know. Yeah. I almost like want to just start doing it. Like, if, I, if I'm to do a comedian now, I wouldn't even, like, start writing jokes. I would legit go on first stand in front of the crowd and see, see what something. my body can do. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to test myself. Like, legit, like basically, like, pushing me in deeper. I'm just like, you know what? Let me start in front of the crowd and, like, just say random stuff and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. You know? And then that's how I'll but, build it. But that is this... That is... That is not the spirit of comedy. Yeah. That is having a spirit that yeah. can do... Do... That can say, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. Exactly. I'm going to go up and try. Yeah. That thing is hard, man. Coming out, um, coming out on stage. What's it called? Uh, stage fright. All these yeah. things. Your hands shaking. Oh, your legs yo. shaking. What, all these things happened to me. When I was young, yeah, like legit, I don't know what spirit entered me, but like I legit, like it was my goal. Like I was like ten minutes. I had to like get rid of all my fears, like one by one. Because yeah. I felt like this shit is gonna hold me back. Like yeah. I got rid of my fear. I used to be afraid of the dark. I used to be afraid to talk to girls. I was afraid of a lot of things, but I was like one by one. I was like exiting yeah. them. But these these things are real. Yeah. Are real fears. Yeah. In boarding school, in boarding school, I learned a lot. Oh yeah, boarding, boarding school, school kind was of dope. Closed the gap for me. <laughs> yeah. Like. Shout out to my brother's school buddies. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't good at soccer, but one day I, I scored a hat trick. Yeah. And like one of the goals went through someone's OC. Yeah. And after that I became a legend. <laughs> Just one day. Just one day. So yeah. so like it takes being, one day yeah, to do being it. in boarding school and being with like your mates yeah. and experiencing things every day. It, it helps. And boarding school shaped me because it made me think of what was possible. Um made me think of like how you could move from somewhere to somewhere and have a different life because my yeah. boarding school was boarding so I wasn't at home yeah, yeah. and then I in SS1 I switched to day school yeah. I finished in the day school oh. and in SS3 I switched to my village 
to to do work in yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. I was staying there yeah and in Portacot I lived in so many different places so it's like say, spending one year here and two years here and one year here and and you were, you were, you are the same you're the same person yeah but you kind of had different expressions lives. of your person you like know, like yeah. in Nigeria um in Portacot before I finished high school and before I did like work work or jambo GC all those things before I did those big exams my last two years my ss2 ss3 class years i was coming from somewhere very far because i was living in my uncle's house which is a dope place it was on an island so there was a sand field so you basically had to walk quite a distance to catch car yeah. to go to school but that made me that did a lot for me because this is what it did it routined me into having a good five minutes every morning to think because when i start the walk from the island is a clear it's just sand is it's water so they just is the new island yeah, yeah so it's just sand field there's nobody yeah. there may be people playing in the edges but yeah, you're yeah. just walking to catch a bus and it's a 10 minute walk or something yeah but like when you walk fast it can be five but in that time every morning i would i would almost see my day i'll be like oh fuck i haven't done my assignment or i have yeah, to submit yeah. this yeah oh this night i'm doing this or i've things to do when I come back home. Like, I kind of went through my day quickly before I even got into the car to get, get home. And then when I left that place, that's when I knew that was happening to me. Because then I would wake up and just go to school. Like, there was no, like, quiet walk anymore. Yeah. Unattended anyways. But but I saw that. So, living in different places really added, like, how added things. It layers to how I, how I see the world and how I think. Um, after that, in Ego Island, I lived in Rumola, Rumibo, which is basically you come out of your house and your shoulder is touching someone else. Like it, the people. population yeah, was just packed, tight. Yeah. yeah. So, so that time I was more, I was less organized. I was more, um, I was like you see more me, frantic. like you, you can yeah. walk into the class and you see me and you turn and you don't see me because I jumped out the window to yeah, go yeah, do yeah, a yeah. dance. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but I what happened? What I noticed about myself was I took I soaked up that environment. I became fast. Like yeah. I, I I would I would want to get to things quicker because there's too many people yeah. just hold up on the road. Um, fuck the hold up. I walk. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. I, I found that I adapted to the surroundings. So me living in different places also added layers because I had to kind of make, adapt to different circumstances. Yeah, make those settings work. And then when you leave those settings, you kind of see what the value of doing those things differently. Yeah. And then you drop some, you take some, you to the next chapter and stuff. So it, it really worked out. Um, if I if I was seeing myself doing music in 2020, I couldn't see it the way it has happened. You know. But the way it has happened has been just magnificent. Alright, yeah. yo, finally, before yeah. we actually like end this shit, we've actually he dropped a project. A bit, right? I know, yeah, quite yeah, a lot. Okay, that's good. He dropped a project. Yeah. Tell me, what's about? Uh, the album is titled. Sorry, I said the album is titled. <laughs> my new EP, my I want to call it my first body of work as Asukomo. It's titled Diob. Diob is an unceded area, unceded territory in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um. That connects to like my track on Seeded on OT Rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. But but Diob is an on uh on Seeded area in in, uh, in Nigeria and it's it's basically the center area of Portacourt. It is in between two markets, mile one market and mile two market. Um this is where I grew up, it was my first neighborhood, meaning until I knew how to ride a bicycle at like maybe four or five. 
this is where I would wake up and run around. Yeah. I, I lived in my my dad my granddad's estate, so I felt secured. I could be naked and be running around outside the house because it's all heated. Yeah. Um so so it was a fun it's a fun place. The memories from that time is all is all like protect there's a lot of protection in those memories. Um like I don't feel as safe as I felt in the yeah. you know. So th- th- this is bringing some of those feelings back to my my current reality right now, saying I want this to exist with me. That photo, um, when I decided to make the EP, I knew that was the photo that was going to be the cover. Yeah. When I look at the photo, I can hear Yahweh yeah. singing in my head. That that Yahweh was beautiful. You sang it or something. I sang song. it. I sang it. But like when I when I when I before the album happened when i see the picture like those emotions they they come it's almost like you want to turn the back of the picture to see if yeah. there's anything else because yeah. you feel so much so i wanted to capture that those feelings in the project and that was how it kind of started off my favorite song on the album yeah. on the ep was on waterside why though i don't know it was like it felt like i just wanted to like float and just like it's very like i don't know not nothing about it but it's giving very like mommy water vibes kind of like sure. a very um very swaying kind of like yeah free vibe like yeah. i really liked it i don't know i was this it i was, just, I was like guys this guy like it's like it just it makes you just want to like open up and just free yourself yeah. and i really liked it just like uh, very i like it it's um it's like one of the it forces you to listen yeah like i was actually i was making i think i was like doing something when i was in yeah, but like i had to it, concentrate you can, you can, it can, forced can me to concentrate yeah. yeah i was like it's like legit like when i was listening most the album like on the ep multiple times right okay like but like th- that song always like drew me and like kind of grabbed me i'm like okay. wow That's like good to know. yeah um i have a water side I'll, oh i'll say it's like a siren call kind of okay yeah okay in Nigeria, yeah. in Port, in like Portakot, the 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 south south, the most mm-hmm. south south point of Nigeria is um, River States, River Rhine yeah. edges down yeah. to like what is it, the Pacific Ocean? But um, the Niger Delta, the split rivers, yeah, Benin is there. There's Enugu somewhere yeah. there. There's Calabar. There's Portakot. There's Akwaibom. Um, there's a lot of rivers going on. Yeah. You know? It's a riverine area. Um, I personally, my mom is River State. Yeah. My dad is Cross River State. Oh, so How I see that, there's a river divide. River divide so yeah. water starts coming into mind a lot. Yeah. And, and when I was putting that, um, run as far as you want, work hard, save wages, forget these stars, tighten your affirmations and start again afresh. When I was writing that, it was a poem. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I have amnesia, so I need to write this down mm-hmm. so that when I forget, I can read it and say, oh yes, this is what you were doing in case you forgot. Yeah. It wasn't for me, like in terms of that style, but that's how the writing was. The writing was, it was like, oh shit, I better write this down. Yeah. Those lines feel like fleeting thoughts. Yeah. They feel like if you don't grab them, they're going. They're gone, yeah. So once you hear them, once you're like doing, you're like listening to the song, at some point you stop you stop really moving yeah. when the song is pulling you pulling and touching you, yeah. you that's kind of what it, did, it was doing for me even before we made it so all those feelings some I, and then i spent 2018 residency in banff doing 
a lot of internal like spiritual yeah like Banff analysis is very good it's a so good like, place for that that's why I'm moving back to the west I'm going, actually to the I'm west? moving back to Vancouver yeah like in next summer I'm moving back to Vancouver Vancouver so. is gonna be lit I wanna, I wanna yeah. check it out because, because I need to see mountains like I miss just looking at mountains and breathing in that air yeah. but on the other side it's cold but this side is warm so I'm yeah, going to the warm true. side of the mountains you're gonna, you're gonna be having to move in the summer <laughs> yeah but, but you know Yahweh was the last song on this project that I wrote. Mm. I was in Banff, I was in my studio, and there's uh, there's the Sleeping Buffalo Mountain, mm-hmm. Tunnel Mountain. It's right outside my studio, it's high as fuck. Yeah. So I put my whole blinds, yeah. and I was looking at the mountain, and I felt so small yeah. in that moment. I, like the hairs in the back of my neck stood up, I felt like something was going on. Yeah. But what, I, what happened was, I had spent maybe three hours in my studio because we had sharing circle that night. And yeah. I didn't, I hadn't come up with anything to share, so I was a bit on the edge. But I, was, I had spent like three hours in my studio playing things, kind of like coming up with things. I was a bit, <laughs> I was going a bit crazy. I had like native drums. Yeah, I was yeah, constructing yeah. all these songs. Yeah. With, like I couldn't, I can't program beats. So I yeah. was trying to traditional do stuff, making noise. And then when I took a break to look outside, I felt like I had been wasting time. Yeah. Meanwhile, the mountain was just looking at me. You know what I mean? Like someone yeah, big is kind of like someone, someone, yeah. like big homie is peeping you. Yeah. And you're fucking, you're wasting time. Yeah. I f- like, have you ever felt that kind of fear? That kind of like, I'm s- like, you know, trust. That kind of thing. That, I th- felt that. That's a feeling you always get when you live in those areas. Like when you live in like the, the Bro, mountain side. The mountain, like, it, your sensitivity wow. is clear. Like you know when you're feeling something, you can't right? miss it. So I knew, I, I knew I was. Feeling, I was in it was I was in the zone at that yeah. point, and the mountain was basically telling me, the song you're trying to write is already written, is in your head. That's what I was thinking. But you haven't put it down. <laughs> it's already written. <laughs> it's already written. Yeah. So um, I only needed to feel that, and then I just <coughs> I just went off that vibe. I wrote the thing on on Tuesday, on Friday we performed it live with a full six six piece band, yeah. seven piece band, backup singers. And these people, I taught them the song two days before, yeah. once. But the fact that everyone was singing it, and yeah. I was I was sitting down playing the hand, yeah, well, I just yeah. felt like this song it didn't come for me, it came for us. It's, yeah, is is a timely thing. Yeah, yeah, will probably be the best, like probably probably be the best song that will be like in performances. In performances probably be yeah. the best with performances. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's his name? Fev. What's it? Femi? No, Shion. Shion. Kuti mm-hmm. was supposed to come to Vancouver. April nineteenth or yeah. 29th. I, I think we DM'd or we emailed to mm-hmm. Yahish to open for him. Yeah. So we were making plans because yeah. we were doing traveling. I was at Banff. I was going to go from Banff to do a tour, a six city tour. Yeah. But COVID happened. But then you know, if if for example Shion's thing fell through and he said, sure, we want this Ottawa band to come open for us. He's Nigerian anyways. Yeah. I would have played Yahweh. I would have talked about Fellas Influence and stuff. Yeah. But Yahweh was the last song. That was written. written. Feel at home was the first song that came. Feel at home made me feel at home in Ottawa. That's where that was. Never die is probably the most like sensitive for me. Um, it holds like like you know all the you know all the emotions I've told you. And, yeah. Like my cousins inspiring me, down to my grandma. Um, I did a lot of research while I was at Banff for like um, for music, a lot of music research. But I did research into identity. African spirituality, post-colonial Nigeria, pre-colonial, a lot of those things. And then I just kind of wanted to put all those things into Never Die. Yeah. And I did. But but for you to get it, mm, 
you have to be looking for it it's not obvious that's yeah. the thing it never that is not obvious yeah but when 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 you're in that when you're open to that feeling it will come when you listen to it it will hit you when it hits you 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 smile because you know that oh this is why it's called never die yeah it's not something that i grew up and wrote it's something that has kind of guided there. my step yeah. until now and I'm like, oh, I'm able to articulate what it is now. Yeah. That's how that song feels. And he has a he has a verse that was cut off because mm-hmm. it was too long. It was a yeah. one unending poem. Where he just done it like that. Where he stops here, he keeps going. He should have done it like that. Like he should have done like a 50 minute song, <laughs> oh like God. like you fella, know, like fella. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's that's basically that um, how that EP came about. And yeah. when the idea came, I wrote it in the application grant to Ontario Arts Council. It was five songs. Mm-hmm. And they funded four songs to keep it to keep it to summarize. They funded four songs, so we only released four. There is a fifth song somewhere. It will come out soon. You should do what everybody's doing and re- release a deluxe <laughs> with the, uh, yeah. with the fifth song. I thought about that. With the fifth song, and then the fucking they never die full list thing. Yeah. Okay. This guy. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably do that. Because everyone is raising the lots now. <laughs> I'm doing that with my 2018 project yeah. because people like it. Ottawa yeah. people like it. Oh, of course. Yeah, because I, I had a song there called Shame for Ottawa. Yeah. And oh, I think I heard Shame yeah, a while ago. It, yeah. it, it did some good things. So I think I'm going to probably right. re release it. Yo, sadly, we gotta like. Gotta cut, cut it. Soon. But yo, okay, before we leave, let's yeah. give them a treat. What song do you wanna play? I think it either Yahweh or Waterside. We're gonna end it off there. I think let's give them water side just because it starts with conversation too. Alright, yeah. yo, this is water side by Asukomo. It's A S U Q U O M O on That's on right. Spotify and the same thing on um Twitter. On Twitter is, is Asukomo, but on same like Instagram thing. is Como, right? No, on Instagram is Asukomo as well. I just okay. put Como for like. That's just the, the, the name. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so check him out everywhere. Um, here's water side and yo, peace. This is life and shit. Yes, man. That's it, fam. Okay, then you play. Run as far as you want. Work hard, save wages. Forget these stars. Tighten your affirmations and start again afresh. Where your feelings hard by replies. Like in a story required in text. Suggesting stars. Brighting two separate bonds. We may replace a birth. You come here again. With nothing to pay, but something to take home. This is not about your taste. I've been talking to the flame as a matter of fact. I could say it again, but maybe a pace slow. This is not about your taste. I've been talking to the flame. What the?